Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. More than 100,000 people are expected to check out the newest video games and meet some of their electronic sports heroes. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here, still a little bit tired from a huge weekend of video game stuff. Mm-hmm. And Adam Knox, you're here. I'm here. I'm still in my cosplay from PAX. Mm-hmm. I dressed as man who has to shop at a specialty store <laughs> for his particularly sized clothing. I came as Mr. Big. Yeah. <laughs> I came as Mr. Big. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Sex in the City one. Yeah. Uh, we did have a big big weekend, though. We went to PAX Australia. Yep. Thank you to everyone who came along to our panel. It was very, very fun. Uh, special thanks to our guests as well. Yep. Melanie Bracewell and Ruby Innes. Um, yep. the, uh, loose, loose show this time. Yeah. Loose show. We um, kind of did a bit of a recap of what we'd seen and played. We yeah. fucked around a bit. We had an idea for a bit right before the show started that it would be funny to have a video of some Subway surfers playing behind mm. us for the entire show. Yeah, and uh, keep half- the zoomers sort of yeah. attention. Yeah. Halfway through, we took a poll in the room, and uh, reviews were mixed. <laughs> <laughs> the subway, so I found it genuinely distracting. But then we turned it off, and people were like put it put it back on. Put it back <laughs> we on. Turned, we turned it off, and then three people left. Yeah. <laughs> but then they came back weirdly the second we turned it on. That's yeah. not yeah. even pretend. Yeah, they their sonar been... was just going off. Yeah, they could sense it. It was uh, it was a fun time at PAX. There, yeah. I saw. I didn't see. So we saw a bunch of stuff there. That we'll talk about i didn't know about this at the time but people uh i think internationally as well were like very convinced that um silk song hollow night silk song oh, yeah. was gonna mm. be there mm-hmm. uh, and then it wasn't and they were fucking like that weird type of furious that you get confused by when you see people acting that way on the internet yeah right. okay. so what had some people like traveled out to, to be there to potentially play it i don't think that had happened but i think it's just it's been so long and, mm. and it's in melbourne and they're australian and and blah. that would have been oh, cool. one of the one of those theories where it's like look you've connected two separate facts and and it's your fault well and yeah. then at the xbox account but i think on like the the not during it i don't know what date but the the twitter account for xbox was like uh what's your favorite type of song ours is silk <laughs> something like that <laughs> Again, right. yeah, r- real conspiracy stuff. Because it's like if they're gonna, if it's gonna be there, they'll just tell you it's gonna be there. Yeah, right. It's they, not it gonna be a secret. It, yeah. uh, <laughs> unless they do a hi-fi rush and just pop it up one day, I could see yeah. them maybe yeah, doing at, that at eventually. This point, yeah, and I mean, if it's gonna be announced, if it's gonna be properly shown off for the first time anywhere, it'd be at something like the Game Awards. It's not gonna just show mm-hmm. up on an expo. F- Expo floor. That being said, that would be the gnarliest way of dropping it. No yeah. announcement that it's even going to be there. You just rock up day one of PAX. The studio is just there. Yeah. They've got a huge booth and kept it secret. And it's just like if you're the first one in the door, you can just get in line and have a go right play the now. First That game. would be cool. Play it all through. Yeah. Whoever gets here first plays the full <laughs> game all weekend. I, If I was running PAX, I would be like, please don't do that. We've planned for capacities and things yeah. like that will fuck up the entire convention. But, but you're right. I yeah. love the connecting yeah. of the dots of like this account posted a song by Anderson Pack, and then they posted a song by Bruno Mars. Mm. They're in a band together called Silk Sonic, Silk Song, Hollow Knight, Silk Song. Well, to be fair, the Xbox One was de- genuinely definitely making a reference to right, Silk Song, right, right. but they were also, I think, doing it with a bunch of other games. They were just mucking around and being like, right. what's your favourite type of low? Mine is hay or whatever. Like, <laughs> things that didn't make sense, but right. I, it's right. not crazy to think it might be there, but then when it's not, to be like, well... Time to bomb Team Cherry. Yeah. yeah you know. I wonder if they did have, because it was talked about in the uh, recent 
uh, Unity thing mm. engine of their uh, the, of their pricing structure changing and everything. That was a game that got brought up as like, well, this has already been MIA for such a long time and clearly taking a long time to develop and maybe they're going to have to now like shuffle all their work over to another engine so it could be delaying it again. So right. I wonder if they did have like a couple of weeks there where they were like, well, moving work over to this engine mm. and now maybe they're back because the Unity CEO has stepped down. Yeah. Amidst all of that, uh, all of that hubbub, John mm. Riccatello, uh, yeah, has left Unity. Uh, I'm sure after being shown the door. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. But it, that's not enough. That you know yeah. what I mean. Like it's one of those things where like cool, uh, but uh, I I doubt anyone is like, phew, back to normal now. Sure, it'll sure. be interesting to see. Like yeah, because they said they're gonna they're walking back that decision. Um, it'll be interesting to see if all the people that were sort of threatening that they would jump ship mm. and not use it because they've lost the trust in the company. It'll be interesting to see if even this like, you know, week where they were saying they were going to do that is going to affect them down the line, mm. which I would, I would imagine. Yeah. If you're a developer, you're like, well, we just can't trust these people. Absolutely. Right. That's how I would feel like mm. for years it will take them. To and if you'd already started looking into like, Hey, we got to get some people in that know how to use this other engine a bit better. Like you're it's not gonna you're not gonna stop that process now. Like. Yeah, the, the, you know, with how rent and stuff is at the moment, for example, mm. the the if if a landlord floats like, hey, we're gonna put it up by two hundred bucks, and then they're like, oh, actually, we won't yet. You're still not gonna be like, oh, cool, now I can live here forever, right? Yeah, Comfortable yeah. and happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got the. Uh, you've had this, Ben. Mm. Hey, um, we're gonna put your rent up. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well. If this is a genuine question, yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel like I'd rather not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done some research, and there are other places that aren't as expensive as that. <laughs> yeah. Counter offer, lower it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is when you once you realise that like by moving out, it's so much more work for them. Yeah. So you can play around a bit. It's like hypothetically, what if I was to say, let's not do that? <laughs> I kind of had a bit of a. I was bugs bunning it up with my Elmer Fudd <laughs> real estate agent when they dropped that on me at the start of the year. Just had this very annoying email chain with them, like 10 emails back and forth, like me going, yeah, I don't know. It's their whole what if office, we didn't? Their whole office being like, what do you think he means by wabbit seed? <laughs> <I don't. laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, he's out. The other little bit of news, I get, we'll talk about the stuff we saw at PAX, but might as well while we're here, physically in, in news, the news corner. In the news mm. corner. Uh, this morning, our time, they showed the new PS5 models. Yes. There's two of those slim ones, the same as the the photos that leaked of them mm. a while ago. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Looks like that. It's like a touch shorter. Yep. And it has kind of a black uh, line along the side because you can remove the side and attach the disk drive if you uh, get the slim one. Right. right. And the price, weirdly, so they've set like the price is the same and I think it's going up by $50 in the US, which matches the price increase that the rest of the world, I believe, had. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think they're all hovering around the same sort of, I don't know exactly the conversions to Australian and I cannot figure out anything other than the one that I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they're about the same price and they've said that they'll just, once the PS5s they've made of this original version are gone, they're not making those anymore. This is just the replacement for the PS5. Sure. So they're right. not calling it a slim themselves or anything like that. It's this a 2.0 or something, exactly. right? Yeah. It's like how just there was that model. kind of like, quote unquote, new model of Switch, like before the OLED oh, yeah. that was just like, had a bit better battery. Like they just had like gotten a bit more effective with the parts they could get. And it yeah. was like, it's not a new model. It's just the new ones that are going into shops are just a bit more... A it's like better. that with a physical redesign with it, but it looks too. Different, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the, the disk drive thing is like, I guess cool because you can buy a digital one and then later on get the disk drive, mm. which, yeah, I don't know how commonplace that will be. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it seems like a, a thing that it, would, it makes sense from Sony's perspective of like, well, we can give them the option of that later, but once you've already got the digital one, you're going to start buying digital games. Mm-hmm. So they're like, so who cares? Sure, sure, mm. sure. I think mate, like it's the kind of thing that at the end of the console's life cycle where there's like a bunch of pre-owned games available, it might be a smart financial thing to just be like, oh, well, I'll get mm. the disc drive now and go to EB Games and get a bunch of second yeah. And if games. you like have a PS4 still, got mm. the digital one, later sold your PS4, mm-hmm. and then you could get the disc drive. 
drive and play your PS4 games. Oh yeah, yeah. On di- so yeah. there, it's cool it's, to be yeah, there. Yeah, it's better than just having a hard to get one with a disc drive. Yeah. and a digital one, and that's it. I still like right that that aspect of it. The production issues that they, yeah, that's true. There was a again. I promise we'll only stay on this for two seconds. There's yet another uh, Switch Two apparent two rumor <laughs> about uh it's going to launch in two models, uh, uh, one with a cartridge slot and one without, one, oh, okay. di- one digital only. Yeah. They're shooting for September of next year yeah. with November as a backup date. And it's just right. so interesting to me. I know there's like a lot of people that are like, they, they're like, I, yep, I'm so sold. I just want the digital only model. I never buy stuff physical. And I buy like 95% of stuff digital, but mm-hmm. I'm still... I just still want that every now and then there's something that comes along where I'm like, not a hundred percent if I'm gonna be into this, I'll get the I'll get it physical so right. that I can return it or sell it if I don't well, like it. I just like having that option. I mm. don't think this is so drastically the case in, in a bunch of other places as it is here, but digi- uh, physical versions of games are so much cheaper yeah, at yeah. launch anyway than, yeah, than the yeah. digital versions by like thirty, forty dollars often. Yep. Yeah. So that that aspect of it makes me always. I don't know. Yeah. What other Olivia what, what the equivalent? Style. <laughs> what the equivalent is in other countries of uh, JB Hi-Fi smashing prices? Mm. I don't think they smash prices elsewhere. I don't think they do. Yeah. Let us know if you've got a if you live in a country that has a uh, electronics retail chain that fe- that's advertisements feature the sound of breaking glass every yeah. two seconds. We're the most oh. destructive company out there. <laughs> We're destroying these prices and no one can stop us. I remember being mm. scared of JB when I was a kid when the ads had come on, just hearing the windows smashing every like two seconds. Looking and around like, what? Yeah. They're coming for Stone us. Stone Cold Steve Austin's here. <laughs> it's all bright yellow. It's like, oh, this this seems like a sensory overload, this, this shop. fucking wasp is angry at me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the those are the little bits of of, of news. I don't, the the PS five thing I don't think is is super interesting. Yeah, it's, crazy. It's, it's, oh, that's why it's, we've talked about it for about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess the the other angle is that again, people connecting the dots, being like, well, that must mean the PS five Pro is coming out, and I think that the, the there's not really a need. For it at this I point, I feel like we've maybe in a year or two. Yeah, maybe, you know, I'm sure they'll do it because it the PS4 Pro sh- sold really well. Yeah, I yeah. So. I wonder though if they get to a point where it's like the the leaps in technology that they can make are just kind of not worth it, and it's better off to just hold off until mm. the next numbered iteration. Especially when there's not too many games yet that exclusively use the five. You know what I mean? We're yeah. still not at a point where I really feel like we're getting the most out of the five yet. I, I think I agree, yeah. When we still seem to be in like the manufacturing issue portion yeah. of uh, right. history as well, mm. which will surely get better. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tune into the video episode for that one, folks. <laughs> a beautiful bit of physical comedy from Adam Knox. Olivia Newton-John style. Uh, <laughs> but we, yeah, we went to PAX. We yeah. saw a bunch yeah. of games there. Bunch of local stuff, mm-hmm. bunch of international stuff. Great year this year. I was saying to you guys uh, over the weekend, it feels like it's fallen at such a perfect time where there's a bunch of big stuff on the horizon that's close enough to be able to be demoed at PAX. Like mm-hmm. it, I can't remember it there being a year where there was like enough, like yeah, big exciting new releases that it was like, oh cool, we get to line up and play this for you know the first time. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't feel that way about this year either. Where it, like the the two. I guess because we'd already played Mario Wonder, that just wasn't on my radar. Yeah, and then the two. But that's a big of, one. It is a big one. Yeah. That was like that felt like it took up almost half of the expo floor. The Nintendo yeah. booth yeah. was huge. The first thing that you saw you, when you walked in the door was like, yeah, huge, huge screen hanging from the ceiling advertising Mario Wonder, and it was like kind of this massive booth right in the center of the floor. It really did feel like everything was kind of orbiting around that mm. a little bit, and mm. like yeah, long lines to play it. Um, people it did feel like things were orbiting around the middle of the floor <laughs> to me as well. I felt like things were orbiting around the indies, personally. Yeah. I know that that makes me a bit of a hero. But I actually <laughs> think that the whole expo was flat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool to see. Lots of people lining up uh, yes. to play a new Mario game. Uh, there was also a big booth for Sonic Superstars, which I lined up to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems really fun. It's out in a few days. Um, yeah, it felt good to me. It felt like a classic Sonic game. It's got all the... It looks a lot kind of better in motion than it does in the screenshots. The screenshots, to me, this game always looked a little like just sort of sort of like the new Super Mario Brothers like Sonic version where mm. it like didn't quite have that pizzazz that wonder does it's like a little bit of like a flat 3d 
like pol- like interpretation of a 2D Sonic game. A little like one of those like Xbox 360 downloadable style yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of thing, but that's cool to hear that. But it was a- fun to play. They were very strict when I went in of like no photography and no video. Mm. Like it's a Sonic game that's out in a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to leak from this? <laughs> Dude, Tails is in this. <laughs> Whoa. There was a big Lego Sonic as well, which looked pretty cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other Sega one, which I lined up for with you as well, was uh, Like a Dragon, the man who erased his name, mm-hmm. which I tore that place apart and caused a fuss and started kicking and screaming because mm. the second that we started playing the man who erased his name, the first thing that comes up is a subtitle labeled Kiryu. And then he starts talking. Oh, no. I screamed false advertising. I, no, I, but Adam, that's the, that's what happens in the... You're learning how he erased his name. That's like the last thing, the final boss. Oh. It's like a re, it's like a video <laughs> game in out. reverse. The last, <laughs> the last thing that comes up mm-hmm. in the game is like a please enter your name, like the start of a JRPG, mm. but right. the name's already filled out and you just have to push backspace a few Ooh. times Whoa. and then that's like congratulations, roll credits. I have some hospitalised exhibitors to <laughs> apologise to. <laughs> but we played a bit of that, not the full demo because we went in towards the end of the show for the very stressed man who was, you know, had been working all day, getting these crowds in, timing them out, yep. making sure that there was enough space for everybody. Um, just right at the end. He just miscalculated slightly. And uh, yeah, we were kicked out after like five minutes. But in those five minutes, it seemed super fun. We've got all these gadgets now. It's back to the fighting style of Yakuza. Uh, very fast and fluid. You've got gadgets tied uh, to like each of the face buttons and holding R2 or something like well, that. I yeah, don't in, I think in, a, in all now. the other real-time combat ones, you can kind of switch fighting styles. So yes. you can be like brawler or sword or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And in this one, yeah, you've got a um, you've got a style called agent mode. Which mm. is how, which yeah, is the justification for you having all these little gadgets in combat is that you're basically James Bond. You've mm. got jet boots which let you skate around, uh, and I loved those. Yeah, sick, quick, quick, you can speedy. Just plow into a crowd of people <laughs> and knock them down. So good, felt great. Uh, you've got uh, like a whip that can gather a few enemies together and knock them down. Stuff like that. A spider whip kind of thing. A drone. I can't remember what the other one was. No. I only really I was like using my jet boots to kind of like smash through people and then get my little <laughs> spider web and like whipping them up. Yeah, wasn't really bothering with the drone. And we the were other on one. sort of like a casino barge, like a pleasure palace oh, ship. Uh, yeah, the demo was all set in this kind of one little area, and it says to you at the start, "Go do what you want." There's like a coliseum over here where you can do a deathmatch thing. There's mm. a you can go to the boutique and dress yourself up. I went in there and immediately dressed myself up like the Joker. Mm-hmm. I bought some red chain mail. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So what is the premise? I is it, quite is tell it that you're like a spy? I couldn't like quite sing- tell how far into the game this specific slice was and it makes sense why they would make this the demo because it's like a little self-contained area where mm. you can go and do any number of different things like you can you could just go in the, in the demo and um just you know go to the casino and play cards so it's like a good representation of what right. you're doing in a yakuza You've game you've been recruited for this portion to be in their fighting tournament on this barge okay and like a bunch of people show up and they're like who the fuck are you and he's like i'm here to fight and they're like i'll oh, prove it yeah that sort of thing but yeah unclear. i came here to do two things chew bubble gum and erase my name <laughs> <laughs> and i'm all out of my name so i'm done <laughs> uh yeah it seemed fun seemed like Yakuza, it's insane how many of those games are coming out in a roughly one year period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, this one seemed like a cool one. Uh, oh, and the cool thing was for playing the demo, we got a little tote bag and a pin of the studio logo, mm-hmm. Ryu Gagotoku. Like a dragon. I've but- butchered that. No, you said it perfectly, but slowly. <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're vibey little logo that comes up at the start of all the games. Yeah. I, they I put played the stickers in that of that logo in all the games as well. They love yeah. that right. little logo. Because yeah. I played the, uh, yeah, for playing the Sonic demo, I got a Sonic Superstars pin, which is just the logo of Sonic Superstars, mm. which to me felt like such, I was like, this is such a, yeah. this is so weak. Give me the hog. Yeah. yeah. But then a day later, I'm getting a logo of not even the game, the developer of the game. And I'm like, this rules. Yeah, this <laughs> is better. <laughs> this I, is cool. I, I would have preferred a Sega logo, to yeah, be honest, though. Totally. That's a sick pin, but they yeah. want to advertise the game. Yeah. <laughs> I played uh, a few uh, Australian ones that, um, you know, were, were pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. You know what I'm not great with? Proper nouns. <laughs> I'm a real casual guy. I love a casual noun. You, you've mentioned them to us 
if you describe them, yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll come. One to of them me. starts with a D. It's an adventure game. I think it starts with a D. Your uh, the drifter. That's the one. Yes, it nice. starts with a T. I guess technically. I was paying attention during our PAX panel. <laughs> Not me. Uh, the, I bootlegged it and listened back to it. The drifter, very Monkey Island, early nineties looking. Uh, yes, a, a, yeah. adventure game sort of thing um, with like more of a serious tone. Mm-hmm. You, you, uh, the the demo part that I played, your. It's sort of returning to your town after a number Drifting of around? years. Some would call it that. You're okay. in a train, in a train carriage, oh, doing hell proper yeah. classic riding the rails. Yeah. Oh. It looks like a it looks like a Monkey Island, yeah, visual style. But if the story and everything was like a Stan original movie starring Ben Mendelsohn, exactly. Oh, yeah, and you've yeah. got Australian voice actors doing all of this stuff, right? In Koala Island, uh, and it seemed cool. I like adventure games. Um, I yeah, like adventures. Awesome. Yeah, it's. I think it's on Steam Next Fest as well. The demo because I think yeah. I've seen. I have seen this since back. Yes, the, the the this other one was too called Ascend something like that. Ascending, Ascender, Ascend something to do with Ascend, mm-hmm. uh, where you are. Uh, it's a side-scrolling thing. Uh, pretty cool looking, sort of half pixel, half three D art, and you're guiding a soccer ball. Through the level, oh, a big soccer okay. ball, and so you're doing platforming, but the platforming is headering the ball or kicking the ball. Is it? Oh, I know oh. what it's called. Ascend it like Beckham. <laughs> That's a way better name. <laughs> You've just sent a bunch of people back to the drawing yeah. board. <laughs> and but you're you're going out of hell, and the soccer oh, ball ascending is ascending inferno. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just so helpful. Yeah, dude, teamwork really does make the. Um, um, Dream go good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so it, it, it was a really cool idea that I don't think they'd figured out the controls quite yet. Right, for. It right. felt just awkward enough, and there were just enough holes in the wrong places that it was a bit frustrating to play. Right. Um, well, but I mean, it, that's a very the, cool yeah, idea. That's yeah. the thing that I kind of yeah with Paxis here. I was like pumped to go and make a bit more of an effort to explore the indies, and it is cool. Like half of it is just these tiny little booths. Some of them only like two people who've worked on this game, and some of them you'll play, and they'll have a you know a QR code to mm-hmm. wish list it now on Steam and they'll have a date saying, oh, it's a, it's out, you know, November 6th. And then other games you play and you're like, this is cool. And you're talking to the person at the booth and, and you go, oh, when, when, when's this coming out? And they're like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played a game called Hello World, which is a mobile game uh, by, yeah, I think, again, Melbourne developers. Uh, and that was really sick. The art style is very cool. It's almost like, um, like a more, less pixely east what was it called? Oh, East Eastwood? Wood? Yeah. <laughs> like that style, but a bit more like cartoony, not so much like, you know, Super NES throwback. Mm-hmm. Kiryu would never be able to erase his name if he was on a podcast. <laughs> Everyone else would jump in and help him out whenever he'd forgotten it. Um, Kiryu. Oh, nearly there. Oh, damn it. I was no, so don't close. say it. <laughs> I was so close to completing my mission. <laughs> um, and this was like a sort of grid-based overworld where you're like sort of fighting people, getting resources, building things up, unlocking things. And then the weird mechanic was you like integrate. So you have like a player character and then you'll be like, if you've got enough dinosaur bones, you can integrate stegosaur mode and you add like spines on your back. Oh, cool. And so you see like this transformation of this like, yeah, again, like interesting illustrated sort of art style. Yep. Um, and that was like... This is our first build of the game. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, this is... And, th- like, they've made other games. It's not a brand new studio. So, you know, it's... And their Facebook page for it is showing, like... They're posting videos every few days. Oh, like cool. You're really seeing the, the development progress. It's but interesting yeah, it's being... Like, I don't something, know when it'll come out. Yeah, it's interesting being at something like this and seeing just kind of all these games, all these new indie games kind of all side by side mm. and being able to get this really interesting window into, like design principles that are all of a sudden really popular in a number of games all at once and also like visual styles that have all and it's like i wonder because there's you know there's like a few of these games that you see all side by side and they just they sort of get lost in the mix and you do wonder like if it's a thing where you turn up to a convention like this and you look around and you're like "Ah," because you've been working in a bubble and you're like this feels really cool and Mm. you know it's like oh, we're working on these influences that we really like. And then you get there and yeah. you're like, oh, everyone's kind of drawing from the same well. What do you yeah. mean there's multiple cozy roguelikes? Yes. yes. Yep. And so there that, were, yeah. I think there were more, like multiple pixel art, like hell themed things yeah. as well. Yeah. That, that was a big one. Trends are uh, bizarre in the way that they 
influence people like that. Like it really is because uh, you played uh, one that I just kind of watched over your shoulder. Yeah, I played uh, Cuisinier, mm. which is a uh, yeah a little game where you move back to your hometown. Your parents have owned there a you restaurant. Go. There. There's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah classic. Um, I guess COVID made people. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, your parents have left this restaurant to you, so you're in the town. You're trying to set up the restaurant, and then you're doing. Dungeon crawler, um, little yeah levels to get resources to go back to the town to make things for the restaurant. It's called to the lamb, and which was I loved that game. It was very popular, and it just uh, yeah playing this, I was like, oh okay, we're going to start to see like Dave Col- the Diver a bit. Totally, too, like, it was yeah. like oh this was such a unique thing bringing these mm. two together. And then nothing in video games is a unique thing for very long. It's yeah, maybe within a year, there's especially with indies like yeah dozens and dozens of sort of. Um, I mean, knockoffs seems unfair, but this this was giving me that same flavor of it's, Cult of the Lamb. It's the yeah. way it works with games in particular. We've talked sort of about this subject before, and I'm really interested in it because of the stark difference you feel in the attitude towards it in games versus comedy, which is like that the idea of plagiarism mm. is right. not viewed the same way at all yeah. in games. Where comedy like, or anything, really. Yeah, get plenty yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like I, we, with movies and things, like I suppose you do get like you know after Snakes on a Plane or whatever, you get the Meg or yeah. Y- y- and there's yeah. obviously there's influences that are like it, once it's like a generation past, and it's like oh we're looking back on you know people who have retired and we're influenced by them. But then you get Joker, which everyone was like, it's just Taxi Driver. You know, like there is there, there yeah. are still those glaring examples, and just mechanically, yeah, mm. it's like, a, 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 what's the difference between a genre and a and a format or or whatever? Mm. Yeah, um, there was actually I tried to remember this um, on the weekend, and I think that uh, we just thought it was Cult of the Lamb. I think it was called Battle Chef. Okay. There, there was, was a Battle game. Chef Brigade years ago. Do you remember that one? Mm. Was that? It wasn't years ago because it, it was during the podcast runtime. It was a game where you went out and this and was played it while we were doing the podcast. Maybe yeah. it's that Battle Chef Brigade. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. it's that anime style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. You'd go out and do fights, and yeah, and you'd go back yeah, you're and be right. a chef. That, that yeah. was kind of that, and it. Yes. Yeah. That's funny that that I liked that game, Me but too, when Cult yeah. of the Lamb came out, I wasn't like, oh, they've ripped. It just kind of disappeared from my memory. Yeah, a yeah, little yeah, bit. yeah. But that I, was the one I was trying to think of. That cuisine is like, obviously, yeah, most closely. Connected. It looked yeah. cool though. It did, yeah. and I guess with um. With uh, Battle Chef Brigade, it wasn't those battle bits weren't rogue light. No, which is like the that, I guess that's kind of the difference with Cult of the Lamb and this is that it's yeah, like yeah. Th- those other bits are like a genre all to themselves yes. that they've kind of merged together. But yeah, this game was fun. It had a really cute style. It's very kind of like cutesy anime little animals um, running around. Yeah, I liked it. I'm keen to play more of it. Um, I just. Although, yeah, like Cult of the Lamb just really hit with me in how it felt, how it looked that, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be, it's going to be like, yeah, big shoes to fill for right. for something to be doing kind of all that same kind of stuff and like hit for me in the same way, especially so soon after Cult yeah. of the Lamb, which had such a great personality to it. But uh, Cuisine Era is out in uh, November sometime, early November, oh, right. I think. So it's pretty soon. There's, there probably is a demo of it up on Steam, right. I would imagine. I think there are... A- like all of these yeah right right i also played Um, a game that is uh being developed in melbourne called tales of arala i hope mm -hmm. i'm saying that correctly um you play as a little turnip man their big thing in this that i've seen online too is that all the characters have big old booties so your little turnip (laughs) he's got a very detailed little big ass bottom big old ass i mean that's the thing right like in video games stimpy looking yeah Yeah. in video games like you have a character that's got like a a cool vibey design but then you you know in a third person game you're just looking at their back for most of it Mm. give me a little give me something for the view back here give me something for daddy dude you're gonna love uh, blood rain (laughs) there's games for you don't worry (laughs) um but yeah you arrive on this island you've been given a job as the new um postmaster Mm. and you get given a sack of letters to deliver to different houses on the island and the letters will have a little 
visual clue on them as to which house they have to go to. So there'll be like, you know, a feather on the envelope. So, so all right, well, I guess I'm looking for um, a house where a bird lives or, or something like that. It mm-hmm. seems it's like a little RPG-ish kind of thing. Some of them have the address on the front and you're like, oh, okay, maybe I'll look for um, a <sighs> decipher this code, code first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seemed cool. I think it's this was one of the ones where I asked them, when's this, you know, do you have a release date? And they, they didn't have anything right. um, kind of concrete yet. So I, And I think couple of little things about it that they're still clearly working on it mm-hmm. but um yeah it seemed I, I liked the style of it um the visuals are great it's kind of like uh very cartoony character design but then the environment had this really nice like very like australian bush looking kind of i was gonna say to it. not quite yeah. realistic but like more realistic than the character designs, which I really liked that sort of merging of. Yeah, that's there was a couple. Obviously, yeah, the Drifter leans into being Australian. Arala sounds like an Aussie town name. Yep. There were a few of these that le- actually... And I think they mentioned in Australian. there... I think I saw a bit of text in the game that does mention that it's an like it's in Australia. It's yeah, like an yeah. island off the coast of Australia, which was cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see more of this. And uh, yeah, it's cool that it's like a small Melbourne team. I bought a little pin from them. Oh, hell yeah. So uh, I'm doing my part to help them along. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by the fine folks over there at Manscaped. Proudly brought to you <laughs> by Manscaped. Uh, a little bit of showbiz on yeah. that one. Razzle. Razzle dazzle. Dazzle. You mm-hmm. took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yep. Like I've taken the hair right out of my face and balls with, well not out, just half off. Yeah, uh, with, you with took Manscaped. the hair right off of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been while I was having pretty good shaving products. Yep, uh, they work really well. Manscaped, yeah. we, mm-hmm. you know, they've sponsored us for a while, and we've had a fair amount of opportunity to use their products as a result. Mm-hmm. And I can continue to vouch. Yes. Yeah. Took that leather carry case overseas with me. Ooh. Held up beautifully. It's waterproof as well. Everyone at the airport being like, a celebrity must be walking through. <laughs> Look at that case. Use the code filthy is what I told them. Um, if you want products like these with a healthy discount, uh, you go to manscaped.com. Use the code filthy. When you check out, when you buy, say, the lawnmower 4.0. Mm-hmm. You could do. The, the beard, beard hedger. hedger. Um, the weed whacker. Uh, 2.0. And mm-hmm. more. Yep. Yeah, uh, put in that code FILTHY at checkout. You get 20% off your order, mm-hmm. which is a ridiculously good deal for yeah. something that you need in your life. And but hey, ben, you're not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> you get free steak No, You don't get free steak knives. You get free shipping, which is uh, incredible. The modern um, day steak knife. Yeah, I if you could yeah. cut a steak with these things. Don't try it. Just no. use it on your hair. Hey, uh, you could shave a steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manscaped, use the code FILTHY, 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you this week mm-hmm. by Nord VPN. Mm, yeah. My favorite VPN on the market. I used to use it before they were clients of ours, which lets you know that I just genuinely like it. Um, but they are a sponsor. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We get to spruik them on our show. Yeah. They we get make the privilege. Yes. Uh, it's a high quality VPN. You can use it on pretty much any device you'd be looking to use it on. It's, they've mm-hmm. got very simple and uh, functional and reliable apps in my experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they offered you a, a, a reasonable, pretty damn good cost, if I don't mind saying so myself. Mm. We're talking uh, on the main episode about going to PAX. You can cosplay on your computer as someone from <laughs> yeah. another country. Ooh la la! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am from the UK. <laughs> I would like to watch the BBC. It's not cultural appropriation. It's just using a VPN. It's yeah, a, it, that's it's my being safe. <laughs> that's my you motto. Keep yelling it's that at music festivals <laughs> def- that you're wearing uh, in courts of law. They love um, it. It's a tribute. Yeah, uh, but you can like uh, you can use uh, like a double VPN thing is one of the things they do where you're sort of like double double hidden double it's like an, a one through like an onion network which is even more uh, mm-hmm. private all sorts of functionalities on there that uh, you can explore for yourself if you go to nordvpn.com slash filthy mm. and hitting that page will give you four free months when you sign up for a couple years too yeah which it's a service you want to have and it's the one that we recommend you have nordvpn filthy is nordvpn.com slash filthy <laughs> Say it faster. <laughs> Speaking of small indie teams, um, I played a little demo from like these uh, developers uh, that um, I'm not sure if this is their first game, but okay, it's, yeah. uh, I played the beta of it. It's called uh, Modern Warfare Three. Um, well, it must it must be 
the third in a series, I guess. <laughs> well, it's technically the second, I would say. It's <laughs> just because mm, okay. this game is a fucking expand. <laughs> this is so. This is. I've never thought of you as being a long distance runner, but my lord, that's <laughs> that a huge run up. I loved it. <laughs> You've never thought that. Of me? That's how humans hunted for years. I'm dead. Uh, the yeah, I played the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three beta, right? Which was on over the weekend too. The first of I think four. Um, okay. And this was the one where like, it, I think it was just PS Five, and if you'd pre-ordered it. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Which <laughs> don't Uh-oh. bother putting me through an IQ test because oh, I did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, crazy that they're making this. So this is the one that all the d- signs last year were like they're going to do an expansion for Modern Warfare Two. They're not doing a full game for the next one. It's going to be some maps and a campaign DLC, and that is what they've done. Mm-hmm. And they have changed it to just seem as though it's a full game. This is right. not, as of this point, it, with the multiplayer I paid, because all of the maps that are in the multiplayer for this new game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, mm. are the maps from the original 2009 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. That are they're oh. like redone. Yeah, See, right. But I they're the same. I yeah, didn't yeah. even know this existed, and honestly, that feels great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's... They genuinely... I've, I've seen banners, ads and shit for it on, you know, whatever platforms. It, Call of Duty at this point is background noise. It might as yeah. well have been an ad Anytime for Anytime I you know, see and an is, ad... Here is the background noise that it sounds like too. Grenade, 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 grenade. Because there's some bug or something right oh, now God. where really? everyone's yelling multiple things all of the time for anything that happens. They're like, grenade, get that, get grenade, get that, get grenade. It's so <laughs> weird that they have that problem in a game that they have already developed. Yeah. Anytime I see an ad on like a bus or a tram for a Call of Duty, I always just assume that it's like... From like four years You know when you see Like a yes. tram With like an ad For Tom Gleason's Comedy festival show From like 2018 That's yes. just still Driving around Because no somewhere one's Bought in the like space Somewhere in North Melbourne Or Docklands Or somewhere There's that Jurassic Park 1 poster That is <laughs> oh, still right. up From like 93 <laughs> Yeah I love seeing that thing But I just always think like Oh yeah that's a bus That hasn't been updated For like five yeah, years It yeah, couldn't yeah. possibly be a new, Another new one out <laughs> Well if the ads On the bus stop Or anything like this New game They have just put One more strike mark next to right. the two mm-hmm. to increase this to three because you download this beta and 21. it is literally <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter i'm not gonna it's my favorite rapper three savage <laughs> <laughs> the there so it's yeah you download it as just like uh, uh it it downloads as a part of they changed in august the the name on call of duty modern warfare 2 on all of the platforms to just be call of duty Like they're doing all of this transfer to like Call of Duty is just a platform like Mm -hmm. Fortnite or whatever, which like makes sense for the way that those games are and like they could do, but this is the weirdest way to go about Mm. it where it's like sort of not and Modern Warfare 2 is still technically that game, but then this is Modern Warfare 3 as one menu block inside of Modern Warfare 2. Right. It's great that even being pretty tapped into video games, there's still a corner of video (laughs) games that you can listen to and feel like... Yeah. Your auntie listening to you just Dude. describe Mario. And you like. go into it for the first time in a while and some cutscene plays and you're like, who the fuck are they? And right. then like Nicki Minaj is there and you're like, when did she turn okay, up? Okay, I'm back in. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, it's like whatever the last one I played or or maybe it was the, the free one where it was like War Zones here. Yeah. And like maybe it was the Black Ops Cold War 2 or whatever War, it was. War Zone. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, we don't have time. But it was like one uh, uh, launcher that had like a yeah, bunch of yeah, things yeah. in so it. Like the Hitman thing, right? Where yeah, you Warzone yeah. was yeah. a part of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 and it was free, but you just downloaded that game still. Right, yeah, But yeah, just yeah. couldn't play the campaign and the multiplayer. They would just be greyed out That's if you right, just yeah. downloaded Warzone. Yeah. And it's all still a bit like that. And then like for the last few, you've been able to like jump into the other games from in the new game or whatever. So if you mm-hmm. had Vanguard, you could... Click on Black Ops Cold War from right, within that, okay. but then it would just kind of awkwardly close and launch up the other game on the PS4 and 5 at least. So, anyway, this is Modern Warfare 3 now, but Modern Warfare 3 2023 is the maps from Modern Warfare 2 2009. And it's weird. And it kind of like... What the hell are they doing over there? It plays <laughs> the same as Modern Warfare 2, but like mm-hmm. the. 
they've increased the health of everyone, so the time to kill is a little bit higher, which I actually quite like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, the, you get it from that point on. On, on, on honestly, like, yeah. I'm interested to see what the campaign is like. What, mm. what level of um. Because I didn't like the one from the last game. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Why am I still involved in this? And also, this is part of a court case at the moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, not for long. Well, they've nearly done it. And they said about this one and uh, whatever the other, I guess Diablo 4, like mm-hmm. they won't be on Game Pass straight away or these ones won't be. But we're looking to bring all of Activision's fantastic right. games to as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this should have been that DLC. It's like uh, reprehensible that they've <laughs> <laughs> so it's full price shifted it in this way. It is slightly cheaper than what is now full price. It's one hundred and nine dollars Australian rather than one hundred and twenty five, which is what things often cost. Yeah, unless Lord. you buy the fucking crazy version, which has some bullshit in it. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, there will also be a zombies mode when it comes out. Oh yeah, you know? oh, and it look <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty is fun, and I enjoy the way that those games feel for the most part. They're, it does certain things in a way that other games don't, whether it's better or worse. It's that you you only really get it in that way from mm-hmm. that one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And but the, the Call of Duty industrial complex is just ridiculous. It's at this a point. mess. Yeah. And, like, I, it is so normal these days it's similar to like destiny 2 or something where like yes. well destiny 2 is no longer destiny 2 you literally can't play the shit that was destiny 2 anymore mm-hmm. and they're kind of thinking the same way as that i assume but like Overwatch have a clean fucking break yeah sort of yeah, yeah. 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 have a like, counter-strike 2 came out last week and that just replaced go and so oh. now counter-strike go doesn't exist it's called yeah. counter-strike 2 right but they just wanted to move the engine all these i don't there must be because so many people are doing it this way is a business reason for keeping it locked in this strange framework awkwardly mm. right front that you're building upon but it Anytime would be so brand. much better as someone who's coming to it to have a clean break which maybe they'll do after this and they should i just now we have a game called Call of Duty and every year there's a $100 expansion right. or yeah. whatever which is still fucking ridiculous i don't know man do, yeah anytime like the brand has the sub brand that's then you know when it's like Call of Duty 10 Modern Warfare 7 Black Ops 4 you know like <laughs> yes. once you're getting like deep into like the sub brand being numbered it's yeah. like it's time to wipe the slate it's time yeah. to just knock it all back and just start start clean yeah. but you know from all those those documents and stuff from the court cases and all the numbers we've seen Call of Duty represents 95% of the video game industry yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. you know like so it's, yeah it's it's a bizarre one I don't think the reaction to it is going to be positive mm. when it when it shows up um but yeah, I spent a bit of time shooting people. Okay. Had, Do you had. feel like a big man? Dude. Are you winning, son? Honestly, my dad was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I... Um, <laughs> so it was... It, yeah, that... that I don't think... This, this isn't the time when Call of Duty is doing something that anyone who's not already uh, beholden to that curse mm-hmm. is going to become interested. Right. You know. Yep. Um, I played Skate Bum. Oh, <laughs> packs? Yeah. Yeah, you did too. <laughs> How's uh, that little Ollie Ollie world looking ve- ass? Very simple version of, of a yeah, 2D skateboarding game. Is this like that Tails game, Skate Bum? You getting a look at the little heinies as oh, you're yeah. skating around? Uh, no. No, because it's 2D. Oh. Unless they got a real dumper. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was fun. It was creative and, and interesting and like kind of simplified. Felt like an arcade game almost. Like mm-hmm. real throwback. You know, you're going through, you're, you're getting, you're collecting coins and like very, very, you know, um, arcadey um, and fun. And I mentioned to you guys during our panel, a baby was playing it next to me okay. and was go- playing it all right. Okay. So uh, that's good. It for ages. Eight months to 88 <laughs> years, I guess, one of those games. But uh, another Aussie uh, game, I think it was a Melbourne game, and um, worth yeah keeping an eye out for if it pops up on Steam or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, good time. Yeah, L- a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, I've yeah. been playing much new this week. I'm just, I, I, we're about to get really slammed with new releases, so I'm yeah. trying to. I, I still haven't quite finished off Tears of the Kingdom, which I realised was mm. ridiculous. I ha- was like mm. holding it at arm's length because I'm like, I just never want this to end. Done all the dungeons and was just like, all right, it's time. I'm just going to walk to the like final bit, mm-hmm. do things that catch my eye on the way. Got that last dragon tear, did the last little bit of that story. And uh, yeah, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to just do that in the, in the next week. And mm. then because yeah, basically from now, it's about to get 
insane yeah. for the next There's little heaps while. Of shit. I really want to squeeze in Alan Wake somewhere because mm. I want to play Alan Wake 2. Mm. And I can't play 2 without having played 1. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so you can squeeze in 1, 2 honestly. is bigger than 1. Yeah. I can't. So uh, When's what, what 2 out? Like uh, the 27th, something like that. Jesus. Fuck. These, <laughs> these motherfuckers. Life's so difficult. Whoa. I keep I, like we were having a talk on uh, after the PAX panel. We were having a beer and talking about like, oh, what a great year, and there's still so much more to come. And we were like listing everything, and then like forgetting things and being like, oh yeah, and this too. And then when I got home, I remembered like four more other things. Like <laughs> there's all these games where you just go. Oh, you poor cunts! Like you know, I'm I, like I'm excited for that Avatar game that's out at the end of the year because yes. my girlfriend loved the Harry Potter game. Uh, she loves Avatar, so I'm like, this could be the next one that she gets into. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, if it wasn't for that, like, very specific personal reason to go in on it, it's out in December too, which is just like yeah. such a cursed time to bring things out. Anyway, I'm like, for such a big property, it's like. I feel like that thing is just gonna fly under the cloud for so many people. Well, I want I want I want to big up a game that I don't want to fly under the cloud for people. Okay, mm. let me let me get in my um, cloud busting uh, era. <laughs> <laughs> the, the internet's ruined my ability to string together <laughs> sentences because all these words that shouldn't exist just show up. You don't want to fly build. under the cloud, so you want to get a Virgin Galactic flight. Sure. Go yeah. up into the I want everyone to be able to see Clouds or No, uh, this game I played and demolished over uh, the last few days called Chance, C-H-A-N-T-S mm-hmm. of Senna. Chance of Senna. Chance of Ayrton Senna. Mm. It's Where not, was this developed? To do, with him. do you know? Uh, no idea. It can't have been Australia because it would have been called Chance of Yenna. Oh, my God. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah Oh baby What's the chant of Senna? Tits out for the boys <laughs> Tits out for the boys <laughs> I don't want you to disrespect this game <laughs> So this I've this has been on my radar for a while I had got the demo a while ago I just have not gotten around to opening it up But I mm. remember hearing uh, Yeah when it dropped mm. um, like lot A of, lot of praise for this Yeah it's only been out for like a few weeks I think Early September yeah, Something like that Yeah It's um, a game I about, guess it's a month now It's an adventure game mm. You're going through uh, a, a, a sort of foreign land Where you don't speak Any of the multiple languages That you will come across Okay uh, Whilst traversing this uh, place Again mm-hmm. very relatable As an Australian <laughs> Yes Going to another <laughs> land Should sh- I learn any of the yeah. dialect <laughs> You shout as loudly as you can Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're. Uh, it, What's it, why are you there? Is it like a mystical, magical? Okay, you're not sure. There's a bit oh. of a mystery going on. It's just it's wordless, other than the languages that you don't know. Right, okay. if that makes sense. So there's lots of words, but they they there are written languages with all these symbols, and they're made up for this game. Yes, right. And you are uh, doing adventure game things like finding items and and using them on other items mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that through it. But you're also having to decode these languages. As you go through, so that you can understand what people are saying, what things mean, and so you've got a little journal that, um, as you go around and see more stuff, your your character will fill in little drawings of concepts and objects and things like that. Okay. That you will then have a little circle next to it, and you'll be getting these uh, symbols as you go on the other side of the, your sort of menu that you're trying to fill in uh, what the meaning of these symbols. Ah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can write down just with your keyboard um, a guess at these things. So you can okay. click on the thing and be like, I think this one means friend, mm. something like that. And then it'll turn out, no, it meant please leave. <laughs> and you're like, damn it, man. Wow. My <laughs> social radar is way off. Even <laughs> in this game. It looks beautiful. It's got a really great sort of um, that animated sort of cell shady look kind of sably right sably roller dromey yeah yeah mm. yep. uh and that that looks great uh the music is really lovely underneath the puzzles are really engaging and the way that it constructs these languages which each have sort of different grammatical mm-hmm. rules that you'll be uh having to figure out and then translate between different people at some point mm-hmm. To, so you'll really have to understand like well the 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 subject of the sentence comes at the start in this one and then so on mm-hmm. some were, some languages will maybe have a symbol that pluralizes a word but some maybe will like do it a different way figuring out all of that stuff feels so natural and engaging it feels so uh, uh, yeah like organic mm. as you're going through it's a real um, awesome and pretty unique way of doing this this 
adventure game that is like a pretty standard adventure game underneath it, you know, mm-hmm. like in Monkey Island again, that type of adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were saying uh, that it's a bit like the Curse of the Golden Idol where it's like it's not – it's not holding your hand at all. Like when you solve something, you're like, I did this 100%. I didn't get like a nudge in the right direction. A, a lot of it is that you can, once you're down to only having a few, because it gives you all of the symbols and it gives you all of the possible slots they could go in. Right. So similar to, I guess, Golden Idol yeah. as well. But once you run down to a few, you can kind of piece it together even if you weren't actually sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. But uh, for the majority of it, it it's this really uh, cool and interesting um, process of, of figuring out these languages and each time you go to a new area and come across a new language it's exciting yeah right. you get yeah, to do cool. it all again and um, it, it has a bunch of great ideas through it a bunch of really interesting ways of giving you this information that you need throughout the the, the course of the thing it ends up having like kind of a cool story going underneath it um I, I really enjoyed it. I would love it if the end of this was, you know, it's like you're piecing together and doing your little drawings and being like, oh, where am I? This mysterious. And then it's like the reveal at the end is you're in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royale with cheese. <laughs> Just doing a little drawing and being like, this man seems to really enjoy this. What could it, what could it possibly be? Bebray? But with a these people, are, these people are savages with the way they communicate. <laughs> I, I, yeah, couldn't recommend this game. Oh well, I could recommend it. It's good. I, yeah, <laughs> it like yeah, I do recommend it. Yeah, though. Cool. Have, a, have a look. At, I don't know if there's a demo or anything like there that. There is. There is. Yeah, there I, is, I assume yeah. there's still. I mean, that's yeah. I've yeah, had yeah, the I demo sitting there for ages. But uh, the other day, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, right. I yeah, it's not super long. I think it's was about eight hours or something all cool. up for me. Um, that's great. For the that perfect kind of, length. Yeah, yeah. And People yeah. getting mad that um, apparently Spider-Man Two is like thirty hours to a hundred percent, and I was like, man, I could not have. A more opposite response to this "quote unquote" issue. Yeah, that has made me so much more pumped for, for it. For whatever reason, the Spider-Man crowd seem to have a particular problem with weird stuff. Like that puddle isn't there, like it wasn't. Yeah, a demo yeah, yeah. That. Weirdly, though, I want Mario Brothers Wonder to be five hundred hours long, <laughs> but, but Spider-Man Two, I'm like, just a sweet two hours would be great, honestly. Mm. Well, if you can, if you can tear yourself away from Mario at some point this year, mm. I reckon Chance of Senna is a uh, Pretty pretty okay. darn good and a very clever and, uh, yeah, different. I, I kind of ended up wishing there was a bit more of the translation stuff. You do it a little bit. Okay. But it was like the most sort of complicated and interesting part of it in some ways. Because right. once you've got an understanding of the symbols, it will automatically translate what people are saying for you. Uh, so right, the symbols will be right. something like, um, uh, uh, like I'll just make up a pretend one, uh, dog bites man. Right, you'll have a word, a symbol for mm-hmm, dog, a mm-hmm. symbol for bites, and a symbol for man, and then it will go. The dog has bitten the man. It'll r- write it right. out as that, and so format it more uh, in English sure, sure, sure. for you. So then figuring out how to, so you have to sort of translate when you're translating between people from English to the symbols, mm-hmm. to the other symbols, to what they would actually mean. To English speakers, right, right, right. does that make sense? Yep, yep. yep, it's fucking engaging. It's really cool. cool. I'm gonna play it. Maybe, yeah, me too. Maybe even later today. God damn. Yeah, I'm gonna play the fucking shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have a problem with the language part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Chance of Senna. Cool. Uh, you were saying you've also played a little bit of uh, Forza Motorsport. I drove around a bit, which mm. is uh, out now on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And also, someone—I can't remember where this was—someone had a crack at us for uh, pronouncing Forza with a T. Oh yeah, and then a lot of people uh, leapt into our defense to yes. say that's their accents. Yep. Heroes. This is, a, this is a real Mario issue. No, it's not. Uh, it's, <laughs> no, it's, that, it, it's an Italian word. When yeah. you start the game, the first thing it says is "Welcome to Forza Motorsport." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's very. It's Forza. That's wrong. <laughs> uh, it's a car simulator. It is like flight simulator was to planes. This is to cars. This is mm. nothing like Horizon. Yeah, it's like Grand Turismo. It's got even slightly less personality than the game you correctly pronounced mm-hmm. of Grand Turismo. Thank you. Where you're not doing the sort of quirky cafe stuff or anything like that. Right. It's a yeah. very, this is a simulator okay. of driving. It which feels like the, like the kind of like the Western developed version where it's all the same level of realism and driving, but without the like weird, yeah, the, the Japanese like quirkiness of mm. like, yeah, you get your missions from a cafe. I mean, it feels like it was developed in some ways. This isn't meant to be as much of a knock as it might sound, but by the same company that makes Excel. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's got <laughs> big rectangular boxes for what you want to do. But f- from that perspective, it is it is a very good seeming one of, of, of that type of game. It's not really my thing to simulate yeah. it. Yep. It's got a bit of like the, the RPG type of thing where they, the, what they call it, the, you're building experience for each different car that you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Similar to how like Sega GT 2002 did it. I love Which, that. The idea of your car leveling up. Yeah. It feels good. And so yeah. you can tweak so much shit. The difficulty on really similar to how you can in Horizon, like you can change the amount of the driving line that you see when oh, you're yeah. auto braking, you can change the difficulty of the drivers and you get more or less experience based on where you're setting these yeah, okay. sort of difficulty oh, okay. factors. You can let it automatically upgrade your car and stuff for you. Or you can go in there and be like, no, no, I know what fuel injector to use mm. and then get it complete. I remember messing around with the, um, the tuning stuff in Forza Horizon 5 and making my car undrivable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might sit my dad down in front of this. It right. sounds like this could be the thing that radicalizes him and gets him into games. Because I like when I'd had uh, when I'd been playing Horizon 4 for a little bit mm. and I'd gotten like an old Bentley mm. and then dad was around and I was like, check this out. You're driving around Scotland in an old Bentley and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and I didn't even know yet. I, Maybe like, I, I do have a son. <laughs> I hadn't fucked around yet with the like really being able to get under the hood and do right. all that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, I should maybe I should download this and mm. this and Flight Simulator. I reckon it'd be his, his well, shit. And mm. I think this is sort of the the idea with with this sort of half reboot of Forza Motorsport as the series is that this will then be the thing that just stuff gets added to. Yeah, because right. you don't Ford. really need more than this. If you are doing a racing simulator, then yeah, you can put tracks and cars in here. Yeah. See you later. We're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Horizon, I, not, it's like you need a new map. So it's like that stands to reason that that yeah, should be a more whole challenge. new game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I'm certainly not missing all of the fucking shitheads talking to you that there are <laughs> Oh, that's Horizon right. Are you yeah. ready well. to take a drive? That was, oh, yeah. mate, you're the best driver I've ever fucking seen. That God, was like, like I said last week about getting, or last week or the week before about getting, uh, like rebuying, well, like buying um, Horizon Five on Steam oh, yeah. to play on the Steam Deck, and like my progress not carrying over, which I was prepared for. But the worst bit of that is like all that shit at the start yeah. of like, here we are, oh, who's this little laddie's driving around Mexico? <laughs> is that a bloody airplane? And there's over no there? skip button. I'm like, no. yeah, I just oh. get me into racing. Please. Yeah. So, yeah, this is the dry simulation version right. of that, which you expect. So I'm probably not going to be spending that much time with it personally. Mm. But for the people who this is for, it seems like it's uh, very well made. It looks awesome. Seems like a great thing for showing off the hardware too. Oh, mm. man. It, like, the shit they can do with computers these days. Mm. So that's a recommendation for Forza Motorsport. Forza Forza Fort Motorsport. Motorsport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will mention that I finished Armored Core 6. Uh, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I think I've failed to mention at any point. It The story has branching paths. There are certain decisions mm-hmm. that you can make along the way to align with factions or whatever that fully change the missions that you do. Uh, and the ending is 100% yeah dependent on the choices you make. I think I got the bad ending uh. just from going with my gut. Um, <laughs> that makes it even funnier. Yeah. Uh, you gotta, you just going with the flow, it yeah. really. Would you like to put your dick in the tailpipe of this mech? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. My yeah. gut future, is brother. telling me yes. Can't see any <laughs> issues in the future. Um, and all, I will say it, it immediately dumps you back into New Game Plus. Um, and I'm excited to, to do that. I I did have to be like, no, 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 no. You gotta try and play some other games because <laughs> it's like I love it. It's it's mm, cool. I, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. so built around replaying all of those missions that are in there. And totally getting new shit from doing that. Yes, approaching them different ways and like you get rankings. Like people are going through and trying to get S tier rankings on everything. Because even though you can sell all of your bits at any mm-hmm. point and so kind of just buy anything with the just maximum amount of money that you have and you sell them for purchase value. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to collect them all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. I want every fucking one of them. Little I love a video game yeah. where you can sell your shit back at the same price you bought it for. That is, yeah. that that's it's like it doesn't. This game doesn't need to mirror the real world in that way. Thank <laughs> right. you. That's the most annoying thing about life. Everything depreciates yeah. Yeah. rapidly the second it leaves the store. Just buy my <laughs> fucking sword back for me at full price. It feels a little like. Uh, like something they'd set up in Richie Rich's house to pretend yeah. to have yeah. a shop there for him, <laughs> right, you know? Right, right. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. of course, Mr. Rich. <laughs> Is that his real name? Was his Richard, name Richard Rich? Rich? Yeah, I yeah. think so. 
What a coincidence. What do you think it was a nickname <laughs> from his parents? He's yeah. less rich than them. I guess so. He'd be no, he'd be twice as rich as them because he's got both of their money combined when they go. Yeah. No, but they haven't gone yet. He's dependent on They're them still for there. his income. He's Could have been a nickname from his friends that he bought. That's what I assumed yeah, that it was yeah. some kind of bullying nickname. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. But his yeah. name was like Johnny Poor. Yeah. <laughs> but um yes, you do want to collect them all because you can't go to the parts shop during missions. No. Right. Um so you want to be able to swap things in and out. Uh otherwise you'd have to go back and do maybe some tedious stuff. Although basically none of it is tedious. Most of the missions are so short as yeah. well that you can get up to the point you were stuck on again yeah. pretty quick and also it gives you a chance to test out your, yes. your new your new guy. So a good game. Good cool. game. Yeah. Um and oh, so this is another one that I fucking cuz I remember years ago when you played Ghost Runner. Yes. You told me that I would like Ghost Runner. And yes. since then, I've never played it. <laughs> uh, it's on PS Plus. It's a free game I've at this point. I've got it sitting yeah. in, a, in a menu somewhere. Um, and yeah, I played the demo for number two mm-hmm. and I'll be darned if it's not very similar to one, uh, which is good. It is a first person, uh, like one hit, you die, sort of um, uh, mirror's edge, like traversal combat game. Mm-hmm. You're running through, you, you have one way or one of several ways to just go through and knock off every enemy in this little arena. I remember when you and I were both loving Neon White, Adam, mm. thinking yeah. like, oh, we should play Ghost Runner because yeah. it, it, that was like kind of aligned as like, this is basically the same thing. Yeah, it is. It's basically the same thing, except instead of bright and anime, it's dark and cyberpunk. No. <laughs> <laughs> there are no... Uh, uh, Not a bazumba in yeah. What kind of cup size are we talking about in Ghost Runner 2? I don't Do think you- they drink water in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is that. It is like a super like... Um, neon lights and the sky's grey and, yep. you know, that's the style. Um, and, yeah, you, you run around. You basically, like, when you're in the air, you can hold, I think, R1 and it slows down time and you have a little meter that sort of slowly disappears. <laughs> oh, yeah, that and, sounds good. And while you're, when you release it, <laughs> if you release it before the meter's gone, you have a little dash. So you're basically, <sighs> like, jump, running along the wall, jumping, holding that down and then being like, oh, well, if I dash towards that guy and hit him with my katana, yep. then... I'll be able to like sort of dash forwards and jump on that wall, Mm -hmm. get to this guy. You've got like one or two little shurikens, which I think everything you have is uh, also like a one hit kill on your enemies. Mm -hmm. So you're, yeah, you're essentially sort of lining up the best run through this little maze. And then you've got like someone on your little, you know, little walkie talkie thing being like, all right, now you've got to go to this area. And and you're like, it's a very slim, scant story. Yep. Um, it's just a, a mechanically, a, mechanically, real physics, fun. really, really fun, cool. really fluid. You feel like a, you know, like a god, um, smashing down all these little cunnies. Do you reckon maybe if you didn't play one, just uh, go straight into two? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. It's, Can't do it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It feels. It feels very similar. Like I don't remember if it had. It's like not like a story that's carrying stuff. on. That's like going to be satisfying. It's like they've just. Tweaked it and refined it a bit, yeah, so you can start yeah, from here. Yeah. And cool. you're like you're kind of an anonymous character, right. basically, right. anyway. So yeah, great. So the demo's out. You can play it on Steam. You can play it on PlayStation or, or Xbox or whatever. Cool. Give it a crack. Well, I think that's going to do us for this week. Wow. Get in and out with the the little bit of time because like. It, it's not next week that that Spider Man and Mario are out, and then there's a bunch of stuff, right? It's next week is Sonic. Okay, mm-hmm. Sonic will be out that before we record next week. Lords of the Fallen is out on Friday too, and I'm hoping uh, that yes. might be all right. But yeah, it's it's uh, the day after next week's episode. We get Mario, we and get we swamped. get. It's pretty funny that Spider-Man. like what a what a year where it's like there's been a week where there's a Pokemon game and an Assassin's Creed game out. Not worth oh, yeah. mentioning. <laughs> Yeah, Why yeah. would we talk about them? <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, nah. I guess if you are wondering, have like not mind blowing reviews for either of them. It sounds like um, Mirage might be fun. Uh, it might be a bit of a throwback to the early ones, but I, I've played the early ones, mm. and there's other things to play. I don't have the time to start an new open world game that I'm not 100% mentally invested in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Maybe. anyone's looking for something now, though, I want to, again, Chance, Chance? of Santa is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. that I will have time for. Yeah. And maybe I'll play Mirage in our little Christmas break or something. Uh, yeah, I true. feel like it might be one of true. those. Well, uh, that is us done for this week. Um, may I 
with your gentleman's permission, quickly plug some tour dates that I have coming up. Do it, but I'm going to roll my eyes after <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, November the 3rd, I'm going to be in Perth Ugh. doing my show Scam Artist. <laughs> November the 3rd in Perth at the uh, at Oasis Comedy Club at the Brisbane Hotel. Uh, Thursday, November the 23rd, I'm going to be in Sydney oh. at the Lord Gladstone. Again, doing that show, Scam Artist. And then in Melbourne, November the 30th, Thursday, November the 30th, I'm taping that show mm-hmm. uh, at Stupid Old Studios. If you saw it in Melbourne, I've changed a bunch of it and uh, it'll look great in that space. Um, so, yeah, please come and check that out. Uh, and then that special will be going up on YouTube sometime in the new year. If you're overseas, you'll be able oh, yeah. to check it out. But all of that is at TommyDasselow.com. I uh, would love to see you there if you're in any of those places. And you can head to filthycasuals.com.au for all of our stuff. We've yeah. got the Patreon, uh, an episode of our sister show every week in your inbox where we talk about movies and TV shows Yeah, and everything culturally that isn't video games. A little tease for tomorrow's episode. I think a certain um, English footballer might come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of that. Yeah, one who oh. isn't David What's Beckham a funny as wrong well. One? Yeah. Mickey Rooney? Halo. Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be t- going deep on Mickey Rooney. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, t- yeah, check all that out. We've also got all of our videos up on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch this episode mm-hmm. if you want to. You Video see- episodes, playthroughs, um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. We just recently had our... Previews of Mario Wonder and WarioWare Move It, which we got yeah. to record in at Nintendo HQ. Um, and, yeah, all sorts of stuff on there. Go check all of that out, guys. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. As we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Forza, I barely... Yeah, and you get what the rest is going to be. Know her. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. God, it's so funny, though. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.